Welcome to Game Set Match Up, the podcast where we talk everything partnerships, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hello everyone, I'm Carl Busby, your host of Game Set Match Up, and on today's episode we caught up with Sam Lomax, who is the Global Sales and Growth Manager at Experian. You may just think of Experian as credit files and, and, and searches like I did. However, they are offering a lot more services these days. And this is just one area that Sam uh, talks about with her team. We talk about cybersecurity and how important it is today to have some sort of digital protection, uh, whether you're a business or a consumer. It's so important that you have the awareness and are protecting yourself online. I think like most people, including myself, we sort of forget this stuff exists, but it's very real. And Experian are trying to partner with businesses to help protect them and their customers from hackers identity fraud, and the dark web. On a lighter note, we discussed her top tips on creating partnerships and what she's looking for in these, and also some advice she would give to her younger self starting out in this field. So grab a drink, enjoy the episode, and if you want to get in touch with Experian, why not check out Finder and request a call with them? Okay, hey everyone, and welcome to Gainset Matchup. This is the podcast where we discuss all things partnerships. Uh, maybe you are new to the partnerships world um, and you're looking for a little bit of advice on how to get started, uh, or maybe you're an experienced pro, who knows, and they're looking just for a bit of inspiration or, or, or direction. Whichever one it is, we thank you for uh, tuning in. Um, I'm your host, Carl Busby, and today, uh, please welcome our guest, Sam Lomax, who's the Global Sales and Growth Manager at Experian. Hello and welcome, Sam. Hi everyone. As Carl said, my name is uh, Sam Lomax. I have a background in working in data from ID verification solutions to fraud prevention services. And as Carl's rightly said, and now I'm the global sales and growth manager for the Experian product cyber agent. Um, The solution we offer is actually a B2B2C product. And my role is to ensure the growth of our global clients' consumer bases, as well as supporting them with things like marketing, positioning, and future planning. And to give you a little bit of an idea of the product I work with, um, CyberAgent is a solution that proactively identifies compromised personal data found in the dark web. So it's quite interesting. Yeah, It's quickly becoming an essential part of ID theft protection. And part of what I'm tasked to do is raising awareness about what this solution can do and why it actually matters. Mm-hmm. Um, CyberAgent actually monitors your data 24-7, 365 days a year. So if your data is found on the dark web, you're sent a real-time alert along with advice on what to do next. So it's a really important part of fraud prevention, Mm -hmm. which can be integrated into any type of business and resold either as a standalone product or as part of a value-added service. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, thank you. I've got it now, much more more detail there. Um, Just, I was just going to say, obviously, obviously giving a bit of understanding in terms about the product. So just a little bit about um, obviously your background in terms of like, um, you know, uh, uh, coming into of this role. Um, are you, uh, I mean, like, uh, have you done previous, um, you know, uh, uh, sort of within this field or is this like, you know, has this been this whole cyber security stuff? This is this a completely new thing sort of that you could come into. So the, the dark website is like totally new to me. Um, 
But interestingly, I had, <laughs> I don't know if this is right or wrong, I had a bit <laughs> of a fascination with the dark web and yep. the deep web anyway, because what we see is called the bright web. So when you're Googling right. or you're using like all of your random um, search engines, yeah. we only see the bright web. And obviously you need, um, you need lots of different ways in order to get into the the deep and the dark web. But there's some horrific things that go on in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's filled with hackers and, and fraudsters mm-hmm. obtaining and selling and trading your data. Mm-hmm. Um, before then, I worked at CIFAS, so they're the UK's largest uh, fraud database. Really interesting business. They're a not-for-profit as well. Um, So, yeah, if anybody doesn't know about CIFAS, please go and check them out. They do some amazing work, seriously. And then before then, I was with uh, a company called GBG, and uh, I worked in the IDMV um space so uh id verification so it's all of your um you know your aml checks kyc checks mm-hmm. pep and sanctions and uh document scanning and all sorts of weird and wonderful things so yeah yeah, yeah. that's my that's like my data career sort of yeah. sort of led me to this really interesting role actually so yeah yeah no, no that's really that's really interesting so i'm just going to say with the um i mean you, you said it yourself just hearing uh, the words dark web does <laughs> normally fill people uh, with a bit of fear. I've seen a few documentaries and, and other things. And pieces, <laughs> but anyway, we won't go into that obviously fully now. But um, yeah, so I've just it's really really uh, interesting. I can imagine that you know it's kind of you know a, a big business because there's still a lot of uh, people companies out there that they they don't even know that this type exactly. of thing actually really sort of exists. And yes. I said I'm not real. I don't know too much. I think I've I know a little bit, but I don't. I don't like you said I don't want to know obviously all the ins and outs. But yes. Um, you know, going back to what you said originally and that it gives a real time uh, notification of your, I mean, that to me sounds quite yeah. powerful because I would want to know <laughs> of if, course you would. Uh, yeah. my details are out there on the dark web. Correct. Absolutely. And they get in there from for all sorts of reasons. It's mainly down to data breaches. So like mm-hmm. Twitter, for example, in the news just a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. they had a data breach that um, compromised 200 million people's data like 200 million records is what they would call it yeah i don't think their passwords were obtained but that doesn't really matter because the hackers have like algorithms and they have solutions that will just run and run and run your personal data to a bit like social engineering really so they'll look at your pet's name or you you know your favorite band and they'll just guess they'll just guess your password once they've guessed your password they're into all sorts of accounts, aren't they? Absolutely. So Absolutely. It's a it's a scary world to be in, and um, a yeah. lot of it comes down to being really lazy, me included, <laughs> and not changing your password. Yeah. So yeah. That's a simplest thing you can do, guys. Change yeah. your password at least yeah. once a month, like you would do in work, right? Yeah. But yeah. We forget and don't repeat your password. Like, yeah. stop doing that. <laughs> it's funny how this uh subject obviously has come up but i mean i'm I'm absolutely 100 guilty of uh doing the same thing and i have no problem uh in admitting you know i think it was a few few months ago one of my i think one of my accounts did get hacked and i've been meaning to do it for ages and i went and got one of those password managers <laughs> yes yeah and, and that's fine 
Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. fine. The best yeah. thing you can do is forget what your password is because it just encourages you to go absolutely. and change it again. But yeah, yeah it's scary. Scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, absolutely. So yeah, I've just got, got a lot more, um, yeah, a lot better at, uh, yeah, making sure that I've different random password now for every single website so obviously lots harder to to, to. anyway we could probably talk about that for ages but let's get on to the subject of partnerships <laughs> so that's what we're all yeah. about um so just with obviously working within your uh your team obviously you said you work for this you know this cyber uh cyber agent uh, uh, uh product i can imagine like i said there's um you know uh, lots of um you know uh, things you're trying to do um with obviously different businesses and like you said it's a b2b to c so yeah. um with uh into all the, i was talking about on, on the on the subject of partnerships um how uh have you sort of seen your the approaches change sort of recently obviously like you know with covid and that kind of stuff and then like um you know for you like in, in a perfect world if you had a, you know if it was like a gold star partnership for like cyber agent um what would that sort of look like yeah so we proactively look for businesses that complement our business if that makes sense yeah so yeah. What we like to do is challenge ourselves to operate in sectors where we may not be as strong. So mm-hmm. we're quite keen on going into gambling and gaming and gambling at the moment. And yeah. it's, that's a bit of a weird one because do you really trust your gaming or gambling provider to mm-hmm. provide you with this proactive fraud service? Like there's, there's like a bit of a disconnect with it, mm-hmm. but we do have people in that sector really interested in what we do Mm. and maybe that would shape the way that consumers see that brand yeah so i almost said some brand names then but i I can't do that Um, (laughs) delete that bit we we bleep them out if you did it's not a problem (laughs) um so we look at the sectors and we also look at uh because our product is global we look at um whether we have a footprint in a particular global region um that comes with its own challenges to be honest because there's different levels of understanding of yeah. this product and identity theft as a whole across loads of different areas so it's it's about understanding that as well yeah yeah um from a gold star perspective yeah. um yeah. I think it's really straightforward. I think it's about yeah. being mutually flexible because they yeah. have to be as flexible as you are. Um, you've got to be overly communicative, mega transparent. Yeah. And what's really important, and actually we put this into our contracts for any potential clients out there, right. um, we have agreed measures of success in place from the very beginning. So we know exactly what we're mutually signing up to in order to make that product super successful. So we want that investment from our clients and we need to understand their business. So, and they need to understand ours. So it's just a mutual appreciation society. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It's true. Um, It's also, and I think maybe in the past in my partnerships, um, sort of career maybe I haven't done this as much but knowing what problem the solution solves so you have to understand why the partner needs your solution or why they want it Mm -hmm. is it just a case of they want to create an additional revenue stream well Mm -hmm. that's totally fine with us because it's mutually beneficial we want you to succeed Mm -hmm. that means we succeed Yeah. yeah so um 
Yeah. And I think it's really important to have um, mutually defined expectations and common values in place. Like that's yeah. got to be from the beginning. Yeah. But to yeah. me, that's what that's what Gold Star Partnership yeah. looks like for me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I think that's uh, I mean, pretty much I'd say nailed it on the head. Obviously, we've um, you know, obviously speaking to a few people, those those are common things that do come up. Uh, like I said, having yeah. that mutual uh, uh, mutual sort of understanding, and uh, like you said, it's it's about um, you know working together, being open from the very uh, very beginning. What you you know you both want to get out of it, so you don't have yeah. any pitfalls further down the line. Because um, obviously, we know uh, life. You know, everything is not always. Uh, happy stories and you know things don't always go according to plan you can prevent some of that you know by if you if you've got that clear at the beginning you're not going to face that obviously you know further further down the line so totally agree yeah yeah um so yeah just i was keeping on the theme of uh partnership so you talked about there in terms of you know really really clear like in terms of what a gold star kind of looks like for for for, for your team um how are you going about sort of creating those at the moment so for example obviously plugging ourselves obviously we're also on finder um you know we know that um you know <laughs> <laughs> um people can request a call uh to, to 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 speak with you guys and um you know talk about those products but um you know uh obviously maybe either before finder or like outside of that you know what other ways you sort of going around you know trying to sort of create uh you know those those partnerships with other businesses so i think it might be controversial but I actually think partnerships should be really easy yeah like yeah. I agree after yeah. we've gone from you know like Jonathan our sales director he's the new business part of our team so as long as he's done his job properly thanks Jonathan yeah. and they land on my desk mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well then it should be super seamless yeah. um it yeah. should be a transparent collaboration between businesses again yeah. for mutual benefit um yeah. and i'll talk a little bit about networking a bit later on but yeah yeah i think having like a super strong network being open to lots of different platforms technologies ways of working i think that's really key to um to onboarding new partners mm -hmm. and getting in front of them like everyone's fed up of teams meetings and not having that um you know that one-on-one -on -one interaction i i think that's that's super important mm -hmm. um and as i already said we we automatically look for businesses who share similar values to us yeah. so really they need to be an extension of our brand okay. and we need to know that they're invested in collaborating so that it just makes it easier for them to push the product to their own consumers because obviously with a B2B to C, there is an extra layer of work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. um, I always think it's good to evaluate what a potential partner brings to your business. Are they reaching a different audience? Yeah. Like I touched on earlier, do they yeah. operate in different sectors? Mm -hmm. And is there a potential industry that we want to move into? And how do we do that? Well, we obviously leverage that partnership mm. relationship and that that's what it's really good for yeah yeah, yeah um yeah one thing that i wish i'd have taught myself a long time ago mm. you, you, you're going on to the next question you're jumping, you're jumping ahead oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry God. Oh, no 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 that's absolutely uh, that's why, again just this naturally so let's let's yep, let's we'll go straight into that what 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 it, that all leads into you know what some tips you think you, you could have given yourself uh, pre you know if you could have gone back uh and told your young your younger self 
So <laughs> I think one of the hard lessons I think we all have in partnerships because, you know, we're all here for the sale and we want to make our relationships really successful. Mm-hmm. But one of the hardest things to do, I think, is to evaluate the partner, look at whether that partner fits with your brand, your revenue objectives, are they going to prioritize the product to get it out there? You can walk away and you yeah. absolutely can say no. It's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. Because what that means then is that you're you're perhaps doing away with a mediocre partnership and then concentrating on a big fish, you yeah. know, and who are totally more aligned with what you want to uh what you want to do. So I think we've already touched on this, Carl, but fundamentally partnerships is about trust. Mm-hmm. You know, my yep. clients need to know that I can deliver on their growth objectives and they need to know that I'm the expert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is inverted commas because, yep. you know, dark web data is it's an ever-changing world, but yep. Yep. that's that's what I need to instill in them. Mm. Um, yep. One of my most successful partnerships was actually at GBG because I've already name dropped them. So I'm sure they'll be fine. And if the partner's watching, they'll absolutely know who they are. Um, (laughs) This involved being on site in their offices three days a week, every week. And I did that for eight months. Now, (laughs) this sounds like a lot of effort because it was. But what I got to see was how the business worked from every perspective. Mm -hmm. So... I was involved in training sales teams, attending joint meetings with potential clients. I saw the challenges that they were facing and I was able to address them face to face and in real time. So it was the partnership was one of the most successful in the business and they're still going strong today. I am pleased to say Um, great bunch of people, honestly, great bunch of people. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that was huge. That one. No, that sounds uh, amazing. But um, yeah, just going back on a couple of points, obviously you said again, you know, obviously trust is a, is a big thing. And but I think you, know, you obviously hit the nail again there. So, so, you know, is OK, you know, to say no, something's not going to work. Yeah. Don't try to force it just because you think oh, I need to get this get this yeah. line or get this get this uh, uh, partnership signed off um because probably you know either it's just going to cause you more headache further down the line or um exactly you know, it, uh, it's not gonna you know it's not gonna work out so um so yeah no that's that, that, that's great um just uh so yeah just moving on to maybe a little bit more about your uh, uh the team um so um i'm not sure if you've got direct reports yourself or if you work in a obviously wider team um but what would you say? Do you have any sort of like, you know, uh, uh, top tips we'd like to ask uh, guests, you know, uh, around sort of like um, creating high performing teams, you know, having a good, solid culture, uh, you know, within a business, um, you know, and, and and sort of how they strive to to get those, uh, you know, uh, to have those things. Obviously, you know, for any business to or any you know, team, doesn't matter how small or large, it's a really sort of truly work um and um you know sort of be successful you know you need people you need people you need people that are engaged yeah. into wanting to, to 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 follow you and um you know obviously work towards a, you know some sort of some sort of goal um so yeah do you have any said any sort of uh, you know, tips either that on said on you know how to get sort of high performing team or um yeah, yeah so, having so a, you know, culture? our team is really small because we we basically act like a bit of a startup within Experian. So oh, there are okay. some really high points of that, but there are also some additional challenges. Absolutely. But what I love about our team 
is that we each hold each other to account. Like none of us are scared of saying what we think. I like that. Which is, you know, can be a bit stressful sometimes, but I'm a great believer in conflict and challenges, not conflict for the sake of it, but when you have conflict and when you have challenges, it actually brings about great change. Mm. And it's about not being fearful of that, like being a proper adult, (laughs) which is scary. Um, But it's about always being honest. It's about um, not trying to hard sell anything. You know, if you've got a new product, don't ram it down everybody's throat. Have a little think about how that fits in with their customer journey and their their existing product line. Um, I also think it's essential that you have a sense of humor about everything within your team. (laughs) I like that. And I like within it. your partnerships. Yeah. <laughs> because I tell you what, sometimes that has got me out of trouble. So um <laughs> it's sort that. of it just brings it down a little bit. Like if you're cracking a few jokes and you're laughing about something, even if it's something that you've done wrong, it mm. just adds a little bit of light to sometimes mm. very complex situations, especially if there's stuff that you can't deliver. Um but yeah, that's that's one of my my sort of go tos, if you like. And, you know, the partner always knows if they know you anyway, which all of mine do, um, they'll know that I'm being honest and transparent from the get go and adding a little bit of humor yeah, can yeah, diffuse yeah. certain situations. So, yeah, um, I, I, like yeah. That. <laughs> I like that. I think um, it's just that's lending back towards again that just, you know, they were all human beings. Obviously, we're trying to, you know, you're trying to come yes. to us, but you do need sometimes, uh, you know, a little bit of, uh, like, whatever it be, sense of humor or just being a bit down to earth. You know, it can make a big difference between, you know, a relationship with, uh, with, yeah. with someone. So I can definitely, definitely, uh, definitely attest to that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, so just um, on the future, uh, and I mean, Obviously, the, the whole dark web, like you said, it's forever, it's forever, forever changing, which is um, obviously not necessarily a good thing. But um, what uh, you know, what sort of uh, in you know for the future, what do you kind of how do you see your uh, you know team? Was there anything like specifically you think you'll be trying to do differently than you've done now or in the past in terms of like I said, trying to create those partnerships? Uh, I know is there any you know, no uh, tools or software or certain things that you might be uh, trying to to use, which is going to help to um, you know, sort of change, like maybe you know the, the process that from uh, for creating partnerships may be different to what you've done before. Yeah, and I think actually, Carl, in this role, I've done a lot of that. Finder being um, a perfect example. Um, there's some other platforms that I'm looking at at the moment. I'm, I'll give a shout out to Preview Me because um, what we're trying to do is think of different ways to communicate with our client base in a really um, effective way, giving mm-hmm. them updates on you know the news in the dark web about product launches, and we're we're actually going to be creating really short videos to send out, um, and we'll be able to track the analytics of that. So. Okay. Uh, as an overview, I channel partnerships in general is the way forward. So, you know, you're essentially outsourcing multiple sales teams to work on your behalf to resell the product. It's yeah. a much more effective way of working. Yeah. Um, to keep that momentum going, I, I, I really think we have to invest more in attending and even hosting our own events, getting more of that one-on-one FaceTime mm-hmm. because – you know, we're all fed up of Teams and Zoom and everything yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah. We really need that human interaction. Yeah. Um, 
it is humanizing and it it builds trust in a much better way than than these you know being on calls for hours on end it's yeah. very different yeah um yeah. yeah and i alluded to it earlier on a personal level I will continue to leverage my own network. So adding to it, speaking to different people. Um, it's so important, I think, to continually make connections online and mm-hmm. offline mm-hmm. and be conscious of creating relationships with everyone you interact with because you never know when an opportunity to work together will arise. Like it's it's happened to me so many times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's so key to have a really strong network so yeah. yeah that's yeah that's where we're at that's that's kind of um yeah that's where we're going <laughs> yeah. no, no, that's fine. Uh, no, no, i totally agree i think um like most people especially if you work from home or hybrid working you know would yeah. uh, would would agree that um you know working with someone talking to someone face to face makes is is such a big difference obviously we're not complaining and we're not complaining we love the technology we all love technology we, do. we we're not we're not complaining but it's um you know you do lose a bit of something especially with a you know, so networking partnerships, being able to just yeah. have a, that that uh, face-to-face time can make uh, can make a big big difference. So yeah, no, totally totally, totally agree. Um, so uh, yeah, just uh, one well one penultimate last question, shall we say? There's obviously just also a little bit of fun. Um, you know, if uh, if you could partner with any sort of business. Or I think it could be a person, you know, it doesn't have to be a business, maybe something personal to you where you're like, I'd, I'd like to, to part with this particular person. Um, do you have any, any, any ideas or anyone it would be or, and, and why? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's, it, it's a very... It's probably uh, like thousands. Of, oh, my God, Sam, you definitely should have said that. I yeah. think um, from a um, cyber agent perspective, what I is a serious answer. Yeah. I would really like to to go into the new markets like gaming and gambling. I yeah. think I think we can actually make a big difference, not just in terms of, you know, revenue streams, mm-hmm. but I think it would be changing the the shape and the way that people see those brands, especially ones that have been fined yeah. numerous times for being yeah. very naughty. But <laughs> adding some adding a product like this, yeah, I think would actually instill build a bit of trust back. So yeah, um, yeah I don't have a personal answer probably I don't know, that anyway but <laughs> listen the real reason we do is obviously to us you know uh it, it's organic so you know if there's not something coming up that's absolutely fine i think what you what you just said there you know makes sense um you know uh, going into those uh per, per particular markets um yeah. you know uh, obviously i mean again i'm not obviously an expert in those fields but it would from what you've described and what you're doing it would makes it makes sense there's a, there'd be synergies yes. there between obviously yeah. what you're, you're, you're trying to do um, and obviously just for everyone having that awareness of you know obviously just what's out there because i think you know obviously probably like we just like we, we can't ever just pretend it doesn't exist because we don't want to deal with it <laughs> which is what, that's what happens like yeah. you'd be surprised you'd yeah. be very yeah. surprised and the, the uk is sort of i would say 30 40 percent switched on to dark web data and yeah. id theft like people don't tend to make the connection between the two but it's absolutely related that is what's happening so it's it's about educating people more on on the devastation that this can actually have on your life because it potentially is devastating yeah yeah 100 um listen um it's been uh absolutely great talking to you just only like one sort of last thing so we just like to you know bring we're bringing the uh, obviously podcast to a close 
you know, really just sort of like appreciate, just give it like a short summary. I mean, what you kind of, you know, partnerships mean to sort of you and your team. Obviously, we've talked about obviously a lot, so I've got an idea, but, you know, just this small summary of like why, you know, for you, uh, you know, what, um, you know, uh, uh, partnerships mean to you and your team. Well, they're everything to us. That's who we are. That's what we do. Mm. Um, We really want to focus on our reach. We want to reach as many global partners as possible because we, as I said, we operate globally. It would be really great to have as many clients on board as possible. So if for no other reason than to share the message of (laughs) dark web data and how you can prevent all of this nonsense that happens to you. so. You know, our team is very passionate about this product and what it can deliver and passionate about, you know, doing as much as we can to provide a little bit of extra protection for, you know, when we're online. So, yeah. No, that's brilliant. Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely brilliant. Um, listen, I want to really thank you for coming on, being a guest um, on, our, on, on our podcast. We, we really appreciate you coming, taking time to, to speak to us. And um, like I said, yeah, good luck with uh, the team and uh, obviously uh, the, the 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 global outreach. Obviously, we're going to be here to support you all the way. <laughs> you are. You are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, yeah, like I said, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for coming and talking to us. You're welcome, Carl. Thanks for having me. All right. Cheers. Thank you. for joining this week's game set matchup tune in to hear more about the need to knows and the do's and don'ts when it comes to creating successful business partnerships